Welcome back to another Q&A show here. We're talking carb cycling, creatine, calorie counting, and so much more. Enjoy this Q&A. Welcome to the Live Lean TV podcast. My name is Brad Guthrow, and we're on a journey to show people how to live lean 365 days a year while enjoying what you love. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get the show started. First question comes from Claudia. You want to read that one to me? Sure. Claudia asks, hello, I was wondering if you don't have access to a gym, would body weight exercises still give you good results like burning fat, toning, and building muscle? Absolutely. So we do body weight workouts ourselves. We do a lot of strength training as well with weights, but we do do body weight training. Check out LiveLean15.com, my DVD that you guys can play at home and work out right alongside me. He said doo-doo. <laughs> Next question comes from Triska Hoover. She says, do you use carb cycling or ever recommend it to clients? Can you explain how it works? Yes, we do. We actually have carb cycling in one of our recommended programs on teamlivelean.com. It's called the 14 day rapid shred. Yeah. And the reason we use it is to get rapid results. And we think of it as sort of a short term thing that you shouldn't really do for too long because obviously in the long run we recommend a balanced diet. But if you're looking for really fast, quick results and fast fat burn, then follow the 14 day rapid shred. And essentially what it is, just a quick synopsis is, you have days where you eat higher carbs and you have days where you eat lower carbs mm -hmm. and that helps pick up your metabolism. But check out that program. Yeah, it's important you do it right. So free basic, free beat style asks, hi, my name is Malek and I'm from Syria and I wanted to ask you, when is the best time to take creatine and BCAAs? All right, Malik, I would say it is. What's happening? Thanks for your question. Hi, Syria. Yeah, Syria, cool. <laughs> uh, creatine and BCAAs are optimal. You wanna have them before and after your workout, but if you can't have that much because it's too expensive for you, after your workout would be more beneficial for both creatine and BCAs to help build muscle and if that's your optimal goal. Next question from Miss Rhea. This, okay, this is a follow-up from my earlier question, I think, and for me to sum this up, she says, considering her current state, would it be different if she was older or younger or at higher or lower body fat or male versus female? How fast can you burn fat? Um, the answer is yes, it is faster if you're a male versus a female because males have higher testosterone yeah. and higher muscle percentage, which, help, which helps them burn fat fast. Yeah. Um, it also is faster if you're younger versus older. Same reason, it's the hormones. And then, um, what's the third one? Oh, if your body fat is already a higher percentage versus if it's a lower percentage, then uh, a higher percentage is gonna have a faster, more rapid rate of fat loss than the lower. That's just because you have less to lose because you're closer to your goal already. So it's really fast in the beginning and then it slows yeah. as you get into the lower fat percentages. Yeah, and so we aim about one to two pounds of fat per week. So Miss um, Rhea also wants to know, um, since the majority of America, at least in the USA, seem to have the opposite mindset of what's required to live lean, she wants to know how do you get from the American side of the fence over to living lean? Yeah, so basically the mindset that you need to have is that you don't want to be just normal or be average like everybody else. If you want to be extraordinary in life, if you want to be different, if you want to get outside of it, you have to commit to something and that commitment is what's going to change your mindset to be like, this is the lifestyle, this is what we're going to be doing. That's what the living mindset is all about, is putting in the extra work, going the extra mile and being different. And commitment. Yes. And there's no other way out of it. You're going to do it. There's no backup plan. 
commitment no to excuses. live lean 365. Carolina Nava asks, let's see if I can finally get one question answered. Hello, oh, sorry. She's part of the team member here, so sorry if we have been ignoring the questions because we talk every day. Anyway, um, your question is, is there a proper way to breathe during a workout? So basically, if you're doing a bench press, down, in, breathe in, and then breathe out. But if you're doing a pull-up, then you're breathing out on your way up and inhaling on your way down. So it's different for every exercise, but basically when you're doing the work, the part that's really difficult, that's when you exhale, yeah. blow out, because it'll give you more power. Okay, next question from Milka Namini. Where did you guys get certified? Through what company can I get certified doing just online programming and what website would you recommend? Yes, we are both certified trainers. I am certified through NASM, National Academy of Sports Medicine, and Brad? Uh, CanFit Pro. CanFit Pro. So we would recommend anyone that is local to your area, but it's also great to do a national certification like I have, um, just because it works anywhere. If you plan on traveling later on in your career, it's good to have one that's nationally recognized. So if you Google nationally recognized uh, personal trainer certifications, you'll get a list and you can choose from those. Yeah, it depends on where you live in the world. Augustina Moronis asks, what are your guys' thoughts on legumes? So legumes, we talked about this in previous episodes. They're not the worst foods, but they're also not the best source of food. So a lot they're of times when people eat legumes, like kidney beans and all those other kind of black beans. Chickpeas, lentils. Yeah, they get pinto. gas. Yeah. <laughs> so it's because <laughs> your body can't break it down for some people. They're very fibrous and very so dense. Very fibrous. They do have protein in it, but there's better sources of protein out there. There's good sources of fiber out there as well. So it's okay, but like we said before, it's not one of the best optimal foods to live lean. Flipping Fitness says, how would you recommend a woman who's 200 or 300 pounds to start working out and get better nutrition? Any beginner tips? And it's his mom, so big thumbs up to you so sweet, for wanting yeah. to help your mom. Always help your mom out and do it for free. <laughs> That's the rule with mamas, they get everything for free. So um, here's our advice to you. If she's a complete beginner and um, has no workouts going on right now, and if her nutrition isn't very good right now, you just wanna take baby steps. Yeah. Don't scare your mom because <laughs> if you push too hard or if you nag her, she's probably gonna go the opposite direction and ignore you completely. So I would say start by you know just taking her for a walk. Suggest if she would like to go for a walk with you. Um, you know, walking is great beginner fitness and then once she gets good at that maybe suggest uh, really small workouts like maybe just 10 minutes body weight, body weight stuff that you can do maybe some step ups or some slight squats kind of show her things that you like and you know make it fun try to make it like a game and then um, for nutrition I would say it, you know if she's eating a lot of processed foods or high sugar or anything like that just start with one thing at a time yeah. like if it's diet soda try to replace it with you know organic natural juice or, or she's having seven cups of soda a day or a week have six cups of soda a week for week number one. Have five cups for week number two. Slow baby steps. It has steps. to be baby steps. Okay, Matthew Morris wants to know, I was wondering if you had any pointers on building or progressing to a full proper pull-up. Should I be doing pull-downs to strengthen my back? All right, so we just did a tutorial, just did on proper pull-ups. So did. go check out that video. And yes, pull-downs will strengthen your back, but check out the tips that we talk about in that video. Get a spotter to really help you perfect the pull-up. There's really no substitute for pull-ups. Like yeah. pull-downs are a good way to strengthen your back, but they won't get you actually doing real pull-ups. Yeah. So check out that video to see how you start. Okay, and the last question is from Lagoni1. What are your best tips for dealing with mild muscle spasms? 
Ooh, muscle spasms are a tricky one because a lot of times it has to do with um, a, maybe a nutrient deficiency or probably electrolytes. So make sure you're fully hydrated. You gotta make sure you're drinking a lot of this stuff right here, H2O, cheers. cheers. So super hydrated and then if you think that it might be an electrolyte issue, you can actually buy powdered electrolytes. Yeah. Um, but make sure you got a lot of foods in your diet that are high in potassium and magnesium and Bananas zinc. Bananas are great. Yeah, or just, you know, all of the natural foods that you see on our channel and in our recipes should help you have a well-balanced diet. Carlos, Carlos says, um, quick question, can I attend your wedding? Pretty pleased that would be the best wedding ever. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Carlos. You're so sweet. You've been such a great fan. But unfortunately, our wedding is a very small and intimate ceremony with only family and friends, mostly just family. I would have said so yes, sorry. but the boss yeah, says <laughs> no. I'm the bridezilla. But stay tuned to BGTV because potentially you could see some behind the scenes stuff. Absolutely. Keep watching. If we got proposed on YouTube, why not get married on YouTube too, right? <laughs> All right, so, Jiva? Jiva. Jiva. Uh, he wants, he, she wants to know, <laughs> what are your thoughts? Jiva says, what are, you, <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on the fitness program Focus T25 by Sean T? Okay, we get questions like this all the time and I gotta just throw it out there. It's a little bit like asking, uh, what's an example? Like asking Coca-Cola, what do they think of Pepsi. Pepsi's new drink? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because um, we create fitness workouts as well, just like Sean T. I got the utmost respect for Sean T. Yes. Um, and I have. He's a competitor. Of yeah, ours. and honestly, I have tried his Asylum program, which I absolutely loved. I've never tried his T25 program, um, but you know. We like the guy, <laughs> so I'm sure it's great, but we obviously prefer our own. Check programs. out LibLean15. <laughs> 10 minutes quicker, get you even results faster. <laughs> <laughs> Next question comes from Miss Rhea. You seem to be well informed and updated on fitness. Um, what specific professional or academic journals, periodicals do you guys use? Well, Miss Rhea, we are both certified fitness trainers. We've both had our certifications for many years now, and we do a lot of and research. And nutrition as well. Yeah, fitness and nutrition certified. Um, we have one-on-one -on -one experience from working with actual real-life clients, which I think is the best education of all. And then... Uh, I think the best of all is first doing it to yourself. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah. I, I said we both trained ourselves to get in the shape that we wanted to be in. So yeah, having first-hand experience of really putting yourself through it is the best way to learn, hands down by far. Yeah. But as far as like academic sources and everything, we are very well-read. We love to read books. We both are really into... Um, you know, researching and finding out all the latest yeah. and we have know, our mentors trending. as well that yeah. we put our faith into. Exactly. But ultimately, what, other ultimately what it comes down to is we've done it to ourselves. We've taken that, we put it through our clients, we get the results, and you know what? Things work differently for different people, but what we and our ways that we do things has been working for a lot of people. So you just have to find what works for you and stick with it. Claudia Aguilar Delion wants to know, I was wondering if you have no access to a gym. Is a bodyweight workout good for burning fat and toning or building lean muscle? Yeah, so we actually just answered this question last week's episode. So if you missed last week's episode, Claudia, we answered it there. And the short answer is yes, definitely. You gotta check out Live Lean 15, the one he does. You work out alongside what, what? him and you burn fat and you build muscle in just 15 minutes with your own body, no gym. Elijah Pearson wants to know, hey Brad and Jess, I'm trying to gain some muscle, lower my body fat percentage. It's around 12% and my goal is seven. 
So which of your programs do you suggest that I use? Awesome work, dude. 12%, you should be proud of that. You wanna get down to 7%, I love it. So the program that you would wanna get yourself- right there. program you wanna get yourself on is Live Lean Afterburn. That program is specifically designed to take that last 10 pounds of fat or yes. any of that last few pounds of fat, turn it into muscle. It's a body recompensation program. It's for you exactly. Guys yeah. who are like at 12 and wanna be seven, that's what Check it's designed it. for. Check it out, okay. Uh, Miss Rhea has another question. Thank you for your a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, next question is Hi again, BG. Could you please talk about BJ? <laughs> BJ. BG's me. <laughs> Could you please talk about the effect stress levels have on overall health? Okay, so yes, stress levels definitely have yeah. an effect on your overall health. First of all, it's going to make it harder for you to lose belly fat because I'm sure you've heard us talk about cortisol before, which is a stress hormone that causes you to store more belly fat. So also, it's going to affect your sleep patterns, which, as you know, sleep is crucial for losing fat as well. You gotta have a nice cycle of sleeping and being alert during the daytime and all that stuff. And then also, it's probably gonna make you less likely to eat well because yeah, you know when you're stressed, well. you just like go for chocolate yeah. or sugar or fast food or like whatever is convenient because you're just like, you can't deal with it all. Yeah. So you wanna be in a calm and relaxed state so you can plan your meals out, you can sleep well, and you can do everything that you need to do to live lean. So stress is no bueno. And I would say if you're having stress, then you know take a moment, Think about what's really important to yourself and eliminate those things that aren't important. Just focus on what is. Is it Ayurvin? Lurvin? Lurvin? I don't know. Leverin Mar... mar Matrium. Hi, Brad and Jess. I'm so happy to have found you guys. You're awesome. And I'm sorry if you already answered this, but do you think that following your health and nutrition tips without much exercise can help one still lead the live lean lifestyle? All right, I gotta ask a question. Why wouldn't you exercise, <laughs> to be honest? But Why? your question was, can you? And in my opinion, this is just an opinion, I think nutrition is more important than fitness. We've talked about this before. We had a, an argument in the car about this. Well, not an argument in the car. We no, actually a discussion. Yeah, we actually filmed it for, I think it was on Live Lean TV as well. No, it was on BGTV. But I would yeah. say if you had to do one or the other, um, I think you'd get better results if you eat healthy versus working out. But I mean, obviously you're gonna get the best results if you do both. Combo. Combo is where it's at. And if you're saying I can't work out because I don't have access to a gym or I can't afford a gym, you got your body weight. Yes, you can so, always do stuff at home. People get great results just doing sit-ups, push-ups, and squats in their bedroom. Yeah. So you gotta do something. But I would say um, just relying on your nutri nutrition alone is not It's going gonna to help you, but it's yeah. not gonna get you to live lean. You'll be a little disappointed. Chris Hemingway, what up my man, says, hey Brad, Jess, I started live lean after in this week. What, Boom, what? <laughs> that's right. I hit the gym at 6.30 a.m., yes, my man, and I get up at 5.15 to take my dog out and then eat. That's Dude, right, man. If you lived near me, we'd be like brothers. <laughs> Do <laughs> dogs afterburn working out in the morning. Should I be eating, for example, a meat and nuts breakfast at that time, or should I get up a little earlier to eat? Meat and nuts breakfast? Yes! I would tell you that you gotta give yourself at least one to two hours to digest that food because it is pretty heavy. So if you can get up, like you said, should I get up earlier? Yes, get up earlier if you can, eat it, and then go to the gym. But if you can't, grab yourself like a whey protein shake, put some coconut oil in it and slam it back just so you have some nutrients in your body before you hit the gym with an afterburn style program because that you need some energy from the food to really get through an afterburn style workout. All right, Moeth 
says, what causes stomach bloating? All right, there's so many things that causes stomach bloating. It could be eating high salty foods. It could be- uh, Soda. So drinking carbonated soda. Carbonation. It could be having food insensitivities to like gluten and sort of things. What else Maybe is too there? much fiber. Like if you're yeah. eating a, a boatload of vegetables and you're not Veggie used belly. to it. Veggie belly. Yeah, so there's a lot of different things um, that can cause stomach bloating. So you just kind of have to Toy around yeah. with it, but I find that drinking a lot of water will help get rid of bloating a lot of the It times. does, yeah, and sometimes you just need to build up the digestive enzymes to eat a lot of vegetables, so if you're new to eating a lot of vegetables, we just want you guys to know it's normal to have some bloating in the beginning, so it doesn't mean you should stop, it just means you gotta give it a little more time. And also cook vegetables if you're having a hard time digesting them, because cooked is easier than raw. This one comes from Ellen Park. Do you think counting calories is necessary in the process of losing weight? I used to count calories but stopped because it was not easy. Do you guys count calories? Yes, we, yes and no. We do think counting calories helps in the process of losing weight, but it is not absolutely necessary. Mm. Um, what is necessary is that you're in a caloric deficit. Mm. So that's why counting is helpful, mm, right? <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen, sister. Um, if you don't know if you're in a deficit or not, then you need to count yeah. because how else are you gonna know it's exactly. just a total guesstimate yeah. so I would say you know if you have no clue when you're in a deficit and when you're not then counting is your friend yeah. um, but if you kind of already have a sense for if you're in a deficit or not then you know like at this point Brad and I know if we're in a calorie deficit yeah. for the day so it just you know it's a, an experience thing if you're inexperienced I would say count like we did in the beginning yeah. if, you, and it was, if you don't need to then don't it was very valuable like I'll be 100% yeah. honest in the beginning learning the quality and the quantity of food so that's why I I would recommend it if you're really serious about getting in shape. Yeah, and you said that you already tried counting them and then you stopped because it wasn't easy. Yeah, of course it's not easy and it's not something you want to do long term, but hopefully from that time period when you were counting, you learned something yeah. and you got to see how much food was the right amount for your goals. So that's what it's all about is to focus on what you learned during that time instead of thinking you have to do it forever. Drew Stark, and he wants to know from Brad um, that he needs some kicks for weightlifting. He wants to do squats and deadlifts and everything, but um, he He's looking at the Reebok Nano 4.0. What do you think about them and what do you suggest? All right, love talking kicks. I got talking about kicks all day. Such a sneakerhead. <laughs> I'm a sneakerhead. Um, so squats and deadlifts, I use the Reebok CrossFit sneakers. Um, love them, it's an Olympic lifting shoe. And what do I think about Nano 4.0s? Well, I got them coming in the mail. So I've had, I think I've had three pairs of Nano so far. So um, love them for the hit style workouts as well. Highly recommend Reebok. And then the next question is, what about your and Jess blood test? Um, I think you asked this question again about protein. I think if I remember correctly, and now you say your dietitian told you that you're eating too much of it. So I don't know what to tell you, man. Like I've had my blood test done, and the doctor just looks at me like you are incredible with the results from your blood test. I it's eat like way healthy. more protein than what you're eating here. You're eating basically one gram of protein per one pound of body uh, body weight, which is that's decent. So yeah, normal recommendation. Listen to your doctor. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Exactly, like we are not your doctors and we just want you guys to understand that the advice we're giving is, is from our own experience and from our experience with clients. It's not going to be right for everyone all the time. So it is important that you check with your doctor and listen to your doctor. Yeah. Next question from Laura uh, Cations. I think I got that right. Um, loving all your videos. Thanks for ongoing info. Um, can't help but notice you change of location. Have you guys moved to CA, California or is it a temporary location? Ooh. 
tricky. Well, um, obviously you've noticed we are in California now and we are doing a lot of filming here in LA and we're loving it. Um, <laughs> what? All right, Mike McDonough. No, wait. Mike McDonough, he wants to know the same thing. Are you visiting Cali or did you move there? See, last answer. <laughs> Okay, uh, Sarah Marshall says, Hey Brad, Jess, informative video as always. Any ideas on how to reduce back fat? Yeah, uh, back fat is reduced when you reduce all of your overall fat. So we say this time and time again, spot reduction is not possible. And in order to get leaner on one specific area of your body, you gotta get leaner Everywhere. from head to toe. Yeah. So yeah, just focus on your body as a whole. Focus on your nutrition and focus on your entirety of your workouts and your weekly workout schedule and so forth. And you're gonna get results, not just on your back, but all over. Yeah, so check out my video on Live Lean TV, five exercises to burn flab. All right, Eric Frank says, what is your take on dairy in the paleo diet? I know it's excluded, but why? And is there any good dairy, such as milk or Greek yogurt, that can be included in the diet? Okay, so to answer your first question, why is it excluded? Because why? people didn't <laughs> eat dairy back in the Paleolithic days. I mean, I didn't make the rules up here, guys. I don't think they were milking any yeah, cows there, in the caves. <laughs> yeah, so that's the reason why dairy isn't in it. So our genes, you know, they're 99% the same. Our genetics is what they were back in caveman days. So dairy's a relatively we new didn't, source. Yeah, it, just yeah. when the agriculture period came in, that's when dairy came in grains and everything else so that's why um, and is there some good dairy such as milk or Greek yogurt that can be included so there are some people nowadays that are doing like a, a changed paleo style um, where they do include some forces of dairy or some sources of dairy so you can do that like if you usually like raw unpasteurized right? yeah it would be yeah. the best option because you want to go as natural as possible like unhomogenized and like just unaltered unprocessed yeah but that's hard to but, find yeah and it's also a little tricky with the um, bacteria yeah so once again it's kind of eh, but you know what we if, choose if, to just eliminate. if you're like 80% paleo you're still gonna get incredible results so if you have Greek yogurt or cottage cheese or something you know what and you're still doing everything else right you're going to be getting great results. That's right. Okay, so Oscar Garcia says, what are the macro ratios for paleo? Yeah. And if I'm trying to build lean muscle and reduce visceral body fat, I'm 5'5", 145 pounds, my body fat percentage is high. I don't just want to lose any weight. I want. I used to weigh 215, but I want to get rid of the fat and be a lean and muscular 145. Okay, so there's no such thing as macros for paleo because basically right. when you're on a paleo diet, you're not even to count calories because you're eating whole foods that you don't even so you don't even need to count calories. Or um, macros. But if you did have macros that you want to hit, I would go 40% protein, 20% carbs, 40% fat, especially for somebody in your situation. No, what was the second question? Yeah, he wants to be a lean 145 because he's already- Okay, so if you want to be a lean 40, 145, then get a good workout program. So for you and what you're looking to do to be lean 145, live lean afterburn, check it out. Great exercise, it's gonna help basically transform that fat uh, weight into muscle weight. That's what you should do. Okay, next question comes from Matthew Laycock. You guys talked about me concentrating on one or two muscle groups per day in the gym, but what would you say about training muscles groups twice intensely per week? Oh wait, is this question for me or for you? I'll just quickly answer it. So, well, glibling mass, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Mass. So if you're looking for to add um, mass, glibling mass, and it's that the is the best on, program for putting on. That's muscle. on a five-day cycle. So basically, you will be hitting certain muscle groups more than once a day or more than once a, a week. week. Yeah. And also, if you have muscles that are weak, 
your weak point muscles, then yeah, you could train them more than once a week if you really want to pick those lagging body parts. Yeah, it depends on your specific body and which muscle groups are lagging, but like a style of training like the, the one that's in Lively Mass where you're doing a lot of sets per lot of exercise, yeah. oh man, it's a lot of volume. And I did it last year and I thought it was amazing. Yeah, so check that out. It really helped me put on more lean muscle. Okay, Augie60 says, have either of you had an injury that stopped you from training that particular part of body? Um, I guess you have some issues with your doing curls and pull-ups and stuff. So actually it sounds similar to what I'm yeah, somewhat going, going through, through right now where I have a little bit of an issue with elbow. with golfer's elbow as well. So on the inside of my elbow. Um, basically I got some therapy for it. It helped out quite a bit. Um, but I am taking it a little bit easier on my elbow to give it time to recover. So maybe you should check out the same thing. But if you're really serious about getting healthy faster, speak to a professional in that field. And also um, warming it up, like whenever yeah. we work out, now he knows to warm up his elbow extra before even getting right into pull-ups and stuff. So, you know, you may want to try that. It's just yeah. kind of like doing some light warm-ups yeah, for that great joint. Point. Because that's really helped you. Yeah, great point. Yeah. Get the he feels a lot better synovial fluid going through your joints. Um, so that's the liquid that really gives you uh, some lubrication in your joints. So yeah. light warm-up. Okay, last question from Minhee Park says that she is planning on having a baby in a few months. Awesome. So she wants nice. to know, is following the Live Lean food styles, which you guys do, is it good for women who are going to be pregnant? And number two, any workout advice for pregnant women? Absolutely. Um, I definitely think that our Live Lean style of eating is great for preg or pregnant to be, like if you're looking to be pregnant, just anybody, because, yeah. yeah, for anybody, honestly, for any age group, for anybody, anytime. Um, because it is so abundant in nutrients, you're going to be really giving your body everything it needs to thrive. And uh, yeah, it's good for the baby to have be full of nutrients. <laughs> yeah, it is like a natural multivitamin. Yeah. So I would say continue with a Live Lean style diet um, and just make sure that you're covering all your bases as far as nutrition, having a lot of variety. Um, as far as workouts go, um, I am certified in prenatal training and I know that some of the no-nos you don't want to do when you're pregnant or trying to get pregnant are, you know, prone position like laying on your stomach, obviously. Um, avoid do doing too much ab work or too many crunches. It's kind of, um, you know, you'll you'll have a sense for it, like your, your kind of automatic instincts will kick in and you'll know what's safe and what's not safe. But I've had clients who are pregnant and I work them all the way through the third trimester, like up to a week before they gave birth. And there is so much you can still do, yeah. yeah. So just recently I had some clients in New York, two of them that gave birth at the same time and they yeah. were amazing clients. They yeah. would do everything, almost anything, just like I said, avoiding prone positions or crunches or sit-ups. But yeah. so a lot of squats, a lot of lunges, there's so much you can still do and don't be afraid yeah but talk to somebody in person if you're really concerned about it and if you can't I would say err on the side of caution yeah always be more safe than unsafe yeah. obviously because it's a very important time so but still work out definitely awesome. still work. Milka Namina I never know how to is that it. how it is I don't, I don't know do you guys meditate if so how much in a week for how long at a time would you share your knowledge with this topic Yes, great question, actually. Actually, her name That's... is Amelia, so we're going to yes, call you Amelia from now on. Okay, we'll just try to remember that. Anyway, about meditation. Yes, we definitely do meditate, but I think that we do it in sort of a different way than most people think of meditation. We don't just sit still with our eyes closed and try to think about nothing. But for us, it's more of like an active meditation. And you can think of it more like... 
envisioning what you want for your life. So we think of working out as a sort of meditation. You're meditating on how you want your body to change. Or you know, when you're reading or doing research, you're meditating on how you want your business to go, something like that. Greg XD would like to know, do you increase the amount of food when your weight increases, protein or carbohydrates, in order to grow? And in what amount? Yeah, so you definitely do. So if you're looking to add mass, so add muscle, you would pick out what your weight is that you want to be. So if you're 175 and you want to get to 185, you need to eat like you want to get to 185. So pick that 185 and build As your macros around that yeah. number there. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question comes from Amelia again. Hello, you guys. You seem to be on the same page for everything. Synchronized perfection. Wondering if there's anything fitness or nutrition that you disagree on. I love this question. That is a great question, yeah, because I think um, it does come across that we agree on all things, but honestly, we do agree on most things, and I think that's why we're together, is because when I discovered him on YouTube, I was like, dude, I agree with <laughs> everything. Yeah. If I had to pick out one thing that we disagree on, I think it would be with nutrition related and it would be with grains because um, obviously you guys know Brad is anti-grain, but I still love oatmeal and I love Ezekiel bread and I love rice. And so I still include some of those items in my diet, whereas he disagrees. Yeah, well, it's not that I disagree. It's just, I find there's better alternatives out there. You're not going to be obese eating oatmeal and Ezekiel bread, but there's better sources of calories in my opinion. So Miriam7894 wants to know, um, in the latest video, Jessica said that soy is not healthy. I did say that. Um, but I've been drinking soy milk instead of regular milk because I thought it was a healthier option. I also did some research and Dr. Oz said soy is a good healthy option and it isn't dangerous for the heart like most people think. So I'm all confused and I thought I made a good choice, but can you please explain why you are against consuming soy? Okay, we'll make this simple. I've done videos on this, so go check out my website. Just put soy in there, put it on YouTube, it'll pop up. But number one, soy is a very cheap food to produce. Number two, it's uh, been shown to be really con put your hormones out of control, so out of, out of balance, estrogen-wise. Um, three, it's a very cheap source of protein, so it's not very good for protein, even though it says there's protein on there. Number four, it's very highly GMO'd. Number five, there's, when it, because it's so GMO'd, there's a lot of pesticides and everything else in it. So that's the simple answer. Better sources of calories out there. So there's some special interests out there that are pumping money into the soy industry because it's very profitable. So you just kind of have to roll back the covers a little bit and uh, look into it a little bit, but um, you know, that's our opinion. We have no special interest in telling you not to eat soy. We're not sponsored by almond milk. We're not sponsored by anybody else. So we're just trying to look out for your best interests and ours. Next question from Q2 Foo. I'm almost done with Live Lean 15 workout plan. What do you suggest for me to do next? Mm. Well, um, even though that's Brad's program that you're doing, I recommend that you look through our store page. If you go to bradguthrofitness.com forward slash store, you can see a whole list of all the programs he's created and just pick whichever one looks most exciting to you or which one aligns with your next yeah. goal. It really depends on what your goals are. So if you don't have access to gym equipment, I can't tell you a program of gym equipment. So I need a little more information, but if I was to say I was gonna take you from Lidlean 15, you really wanna progress, I would put you up to Afterburn after that. Minnie Park would like to know, thanks for your endless advices for people who want to live lean. You're so welcome. Um, here is my question. Jeff said that soy protein is one of the worst foods for living lean, but I wonder yeah, some articles 
you know, yada yeah. yada. It's soy bad. So we just talked about it a couple <laughs> questions ago. So we the same answer for your question is that. And it W not W says, uh, Brad, I know you've done in-depth on calculating your individual calorie needs based on your BMR and activity level. Um, how many calories do you and Jessica shoot for every day? Okay, well that's a really good question. I weigh about 130 pounds and Brad's like 175-ish. So, um, you know, for me, and we both have different metabolism styles, we tend to both be pretty fast metabolisms because we work out so frequently. I would say I go for roughly 1,700 to 1,900 calories a day. And yeah, for you, I'm 2,400, 2,600 calories. Yeah. But we, I don't sit there and we measure don't up count my food anymore. anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We did in the beginning, yeah. and I've been on all sorts of different diets. When I first started, it was 1,500, and then I've been on other ones, where it's 2,400, trying to put on muscle mass. So it depends on your current goal, but I would say we're both in maintenance mode currently, and so those are roughly our caloric aimings. Flipping Fitness would like to know, I love your stuff. Um, okay, working out on video to you both is awesome. However, I know it isn't the same as working out with you guys in person. How about you both come to Minnesota and you would love the snow? I need to meet my idols at some point. <laughs> Minnesota, Yeah. count me in. <laughs> Sounds we'll, awesome. We'll go to a Minnesota wild hockey game and count yeah. me in from that. No, but, we'll totally go. Just send us a couple of plane tickets and we'll be there next week. <laughs> yeah, but um, whenever you're in LA, give us a, a shout Definitely and we will ring. get you out for a workout. So because we come visit us. Our fans as, as, as much as you would love to meet your idols, we'd love to meet our fans. So yeah. Definitely um, touch base whenever you're in town. And the last question comes from Hannah Young. Hannah says, hi, Bede and Jess. Bede? <laughs> Call me Bede now. <laughs> what is your opinion on CrossFit? I've tried all sorts of training methods and uh, recently tried CrossFit. Just wondering what you think. Well, I've done CrossFit a handful of times. Brad has never tried a CrossFit class. I've never right? been to a CrossFit box before. Not to the official box. I've done a CrossFit but, workout before, but not to an yeah, official box. Right. So I would say our opinion on CrossFit is that we love the exercises they use, like things like pull-ups, hanging leg raises, um, snatches, clean and press, all of those moves, you know, we include in our workout plans. But the one downfall of CrossFit is that they do everything for time and speed which is not really something we condone because it, it tends to lead to a lot of injury. So we don't think it's really worth the risk. Yeah, I mean, but if you're doing with good form, then by all means. By all means, yeah. Some of the CrossFit superstars are killing it. But they, they are very well. good with their technique. Yes. So that's the difference. So if you throw a beginner in there and you get them doing snatches and hang cleans and everything else. On the clock? Oh, on the clock. Oh, it's dangerous. It's just a recipe for disaster. but. For me, I love the CrossFit style workouts, the exercises, but just like Jess said, that yeah. aspect of it with beginners, yeah, a little bit yeah. iffy. All right, so thanks you for your questions. Everybody kept them pretty they to the did. point. Yeah, yeah they so did thanks good. for that. Damn, that's good. There you have it, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot of this podcast on your phone, post it, and tag us at LiveLeanTV on your Instagram story right now. Also, if you're ready to invest in your health but just don't know where to start, head over to our website, LiveLeanTV.com, and take a simple four-question quiz and discover the best program for you based on your goals. So I'll leave you with this. Remember, your health, it's an investment. It is not an expense. You only have one body and you are in control of it. So take action and invest in yourself. You can do this and we're here to help. Thanks for listening and keep living lean.